Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Sound of Metal. I watched the second half of Sound of Metal. And this is is the the other half. The hills are alive. Sound of metal. Oh fuck yeah, bro! Metal, bro! Uh, yeah, so hardcore. There are a lot of. I shouldn't ask. If, I was gonna ask if there's a lot of metal music in your half of the movie, but I don't know if that should be. No, that. no, none. There's none. Okay, I don't know. Zero. Is there metal? Is near me? Your half? Oh yeah, that's how he starts to lose his hearing. I think. Really? Gene- genetic though. But yeah, he 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 notices because he's a drummer. Yes, I knew he was a drummer, but I didn't know what kind of music. I never hear his music. Oh, never. Why do you think the movie's called Sound of Metal? Because I thought he was banging on things that were made of metal, you know? Oh, like I the see. trash, the people who play trash kids. Oh, like Stomp? Yeah, like Stomp. All right. Exactly. That's what I was thinking it was like. Uh, I guess I'm wrong. No, yeah. She, he, he was, uh, he's a drummer. He's a drummer in a in a two-person band. I don't know if I'd, if I'd call it metal. It's definitely like metal-esque. Like it's loud. And so at least like hard rock at least. Yeah, but okay. it's, it's very experimental as well. Okay, I guess he did play on his drums and he was doing double bass pedal. So yeah, I think that's... him and his girlfriend Lulu. Yeah. They're in a band together. Yeah, um, and then they rock. I liked it. I liked okay. the music, but it was very weird experiment. Like, it's definitely shit I'd show to other people, and they're just like, what is this? Yeah, all right. That's um, fair. Yeah, and then he starts to lose his hearing, and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. he basically, like, I think he loses it completely, or it's, like, almost completely gone. Yeah. Uh, it like seems, so, it's, so it's slow. It's not, like, a sudden incident. It is sudden. Oh. One day he's got he's his his... One day, like, out of the blue... He's got a ringing in his ears and his hearing starts to like go like slightly go away and he tries to pop it. Uh, it he thinks his ears are just like need to be popped and mm-hmm. then he drums and then the very next day his ears are like his hearing is almost completely gone. He goes to the doctor and the doctor does like a hearing test and then he tells him that his 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 hearing is never going to come back. The, there is a there is a procedure he can do to retain the hearing that he already has. Oh. Um, but if uh, if he continues to do what he does, which is play around really loud music, then he'll lose his hearing completely. Oh, regardless, even if he has a surgery or whatever. Uh, probably. Okay. But especially before the surgery. Okay. And then he does do that because he's this sort of like stubborn guy who thinks he can handle things. Uh, it's like put earplugs in, man. I don't know. My man, hear it. Maybe he does have earplugs in, but it's just not enough. You know? I guess maybe not. Yeah. I mean, could you tell he was playing? Did he have uh, earplugs in? No, I don't think he did. Yeah. See, no. that's the thing. Well, Which I, is kind of weird, because he, at the beginning of the movie, too, he's like a health nut. Like, he's really obsessed with his health. He's always, like, eating really healthy foods, and he drinks really gross, like, green sh- shakes. Uh, those are good. Well, Fuck me like, up. He said he didn't like them very much. Well, but... maybe you should make better ones. <laughs> it's probably, well, actually, you know what? The one he's he's uh, drinking is probably healthier, because it tastes like ass. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah he's he, he's a health nut. I think he's also a health nut, because he used to do heroin, apparently. Ah, he okay. was a drug addict. And so he's... Very clean, like clean to the point yeah. of like completely clean. Okay. Uh, but then as he starts to lose his hearing and as he is brought to this uh, com- uh, community full of deaf people, he uh, begins to uh, want to backslide and start doing heroin again. And his girlfriend, Lulu, is like, that's really scary. You need to go to this community. You need to learn. You got to mm-hmm. get better. So you get at the community, he starts to backslide. Or beforehand. Beforehand. He's oh, asked okay. because the guy that runs the community, his name is... Joe. Joe. He um he said he used to be an alcoholic uh-huh. and he lost his family not due to his hearing but due to the fact that he had a drinking problem. He lost uh, his okay. hearing 
in the Vietnam War when a bomb went off next to him. And that's why, you know, he's deaf. Um, and he, he mostly reads lips. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And uh, but but he, he asks him, like, so you were an, ad- an addict. You know, have you thought about doing these things? Uh, mostly all he does at the communities, he smokes, which he didn't used to do. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. And yeah. And then, I mean, there's more stuff. Well, that's here. a good point. I didn't think about that because he does smoke a lot, but I guess that's his backslide from being super healthy, I guess. Right. Exactly. Because he, that's when, that's when he's, he, he thinks that's when Lulu really starts to worry about him is when he starts smoking again. Yeah. But it's mostly just because he's like stressed out because he can't hear anything. And, you know, his job, like he, he doesn't really have a house. It's sort of like Nomadland. It kind of reminded me of that. Like he and his in an RV, right? Yeah, they live in an RV, and so they don't really have like insurance. They don't really have a house, and so their livelihood is essentially based on this band that he's a part of. And if he can't hear, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is, like he says, like it'll be fine. Like it'll just be like it'll just be like a track that you play to me. You know, yeah. like I'll just keep time and you play to me. But it's like she's understandably more worried about his health and more worried about him losing hearing completely than anything else. Yeah. Which I remember watching the trailer for this and thinking that it was going to be a thing where like people don't understand that he's deaf and he's like forced to go there. But it's actually the opposite where like everyone wants him, wants what's best for him. And he's the only person like standing in the way of like uh, improving essentially. So interesting because he already seemed to have conquered one addiction. Yeah. Um, probably by finding love of like, oh, I actually really love music. And well, then when it's you get Lulu, actually, he oh. says that he's been clean for the long, the, the amount of time that he was with Lulu. Okay. So yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he conquered that addiction, yeah. and now he's like, oh man, now I need it. my addiction is to try to listen to what I love again. Like it's yeah. almost like the opposite of like the thing you love in life that you get passionate about is taken away from you. Which is always kind of an interesting concept, right? Like mm. everyone comes up and is like, "Hey, man, what would you rather lose your your hearing or your eyesight?" Sort of thing. Yeah. And for clearly him as a drummer, as a musician, he yeah. probably want to keep his hearing. And you know, it's really unfortunate that that sort of thing gets taken away. And you know, the movie's mostly about him just kind of coming to terms uh, with it. Yeah, coming to terms with it. Basically, I loved it. You I loved, loved it? it. I love. I I almost cried. I was I was so like emotionally connected to this guy. I just like totally got him, and I like I really loved it because it was also like they really did a good job of understand like of like the direction in the movie mm-hmm. of like especially the sound design like yeah good sound design loved it yeah like you can I you'd really, hope so anyway right like in a movie called the you, sound of music right or sound of metal sound of music. <laughs> Uh, no, honestly, because it's like I was wondering, like, is this whole movie gonna be like, like, like no sound or whatever? And it's like it's cool because it's it's really like well put together. Where if the camera, if it's like an extreme close up on him, we're getting his hearing, and then when it's more of a wide shot, we get mm-hmm. the sound of the, the room, like we were there. Like the standard music, which is so audio. clever. Like it's so smart to do that. It's and simple when you think about it. Yeah, it, but is. it works. But it works. It works really super well. Super effectively awesome. and. It, it never it never you you're, you're never in a situation where like you have to you're forced to be where he is like you can see his position from an outside point of view yeah while also s- being empathetic towards it totally um i loved that i loved uh uh, uh the the main guy what the heck is his name Riz ahmed Re- yeah he's we extremely fucking, good in this he's we in fucking venom. Saw venom yeah he doing like a nothing role but yeah and he's he's excellent in this he's like really he's good fucking this. heartbreaking i think, I think of anything like I mean, I don't think I liked the movie as much as you did. Yeah. This might be another Nomadland, though, where, like, yeah. after we talk about it a little bit more, maybe I'll come around to it. But I don't know, though. 
but but yeah, he was incredible. But yeah, he was really good in it. I think if anything, he should definitely get at least. I think he's nominated. He's nominated. Right? He good. Be, he should definitely get maybe some higher ups for that because he plays. All the emotions are like played through his face, yeah, or even just like little mannerisms um, in his voice, and even like signing and stuff like that. Like you could see him signing and things. He worked really hard on this role. Like totally. apparently, he like had to study drumming. He worked with an acting coach. He had to learn obviously how to sign. Mm-hmm. You know, he was uh, he had stayed physically fit the whole movie. Yeah, and like committing to all those emotions while also speaking almost like basically a bilingual right because yeah. he's, he's sometimes he's basically speaking completely or signing the entire time mm-hmm. um and so that's like it's just impressive it's impressive seeing him work on the screen like yeah like this is just this is one of those actor showcase type yeah movies, I definitely feel. oh um, across the board the guy that plays joe whoa joe's great holy yeah. shit he's not apparently he's not really deaf but his parents were deaf and mm. so that's why he he is like he's able to do this and like and work like this and he under he's coming from a place of understanding right which is like so brilliant casting probably knows how to sign already and everything definitely yeah. and like he's not a very well-known actor apparently they uh they there were the the i don't know they pushed to get a more well-known actor in there but the director's like no we need him he's our he's a perfect guy fucking blows it away yeah also they like filled the movie with people who are actually deaf and shit and it's just like bare minimum shit but like applaud you yeah, yeah, yeah. you know good yeah, totally. shit good shit also uh lulu's played by uh olivia cook olivia cook who you may know from ready player one. Oh yeah i forgot she was in yep. that i was like i know her from bates motel mm-hmm. i know her from uh thoroughbreds movie oh yeah that Fuck, movie. was she in that movie too yeah, I forgot about that. That movie was good. I liked that movie. Oh really? Yeah. I never saw it. That was good. Well, we saw Ready Player One. That movie was great. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. She was excellent. She was excellent in that. In that. She played. She's like unrecognizable in this. Yeah, she was unrecognizable in Ready Player One. So <laughs> I, mean. I guess that's true. Yeah, because she had this horrible deformity of like a <laughs> yeah. birthmark on her face. Oh yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, she was great. Everyone was good. I, yeah. I liked everybody. Um, I don't know. I, what I like about the movie too is like this could have easily been such a cheesy fucking film. Yeah. Like. Throw in some like Robert Zemeckis like piano music in there, yeah. or whatever. Like this would have been this would have felt like decade like a decade ago Oscar bait. But like th- the the way that the story is told, at least to me, it really felt so like human and grounded. And like mm-hmm. when he starts to lose his hearing, like I I was like getting like panicky. Like they did such a good job of like especially with the the main guy like you see in his face the like the dread and the fear and like you understand like why he's being such a dick about it like why he's being so selfish or why yeah. he's being so it's understandable stubborn like, yeah in that same situation like, no. like yeah yeah i don't want to do that i don't want to do these things like I, and it's especially where it's like they did such a good job, good job of establishing how good his life was before and it's like mm-hmm. this is so fucking unfair that this happened to him you know yeah. it's really fucking unfair but it's like you know it I- yeah, I also think the way the movie ended too is a very smart way of going about it. Because in a lot of ways, this kind of felt like the wrestler to me. Oh in yeah, some ways. The movie's really good. Uh, the movie's really good, but also really sad. <laughs> I don't think this movie. Oh, you know, minor spoiler already for what's gonna happen. 10 I don't minutes. know. Yeah, what's gonna happen? Uh, it's not a sad. It's not a super sad ending. Well, that's good. Like, it's it's. I didn't good. want it to be. It's a good melancholy ending. Yeah, you know what's kind of nice is a lot of these these movies that have been nominated so far, not ultra depressing endings. Are yeah. always just kind of like hopeful. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Nice. 
I almost wonder if that's just because of when they were made <laughs> in the year 2020. We need a bit more, yeah, positivity. We need a bit more positivity. But also, they don't ever, at least this one in Nomadland, never like sugarcoat shit. No. Like they don't, they don't, the, the endings don't feel unearned and they don't feel like they're like making light of like a person's life, you know? Yeah, totally. Which is nice. Yeah, it, it does, it has a lot of sensitivity to how it approaches certain subjects. Yeah. And I think it's amazing because I don't, you know anything about this director? Uh, I know he's worked with the guy that did Blue Valentine. Um, yeah, he might have helped him write. He's stuff. one of those guys, like oh god, like a Charlie Kaufman who like never, who barely makes movies. Oh yeah, but every so often, like he made, uh, he made a movie called uh, The Place Beyond the Pines. Did he write? What did he do in that? Did he, he direct he it? He wrote it. Okay, yeah, that's that's a, that that one was also directed by the guy that did. Um, Blue Valentine. I've been wanting to see that movie. I've only, yeah, I remember hearing only good things about that. Yeah. But this is his first. This is his first movie he's actually directed. Directed, yeah. It's so on film like, too. Can you imagine like your directorial debut being this? Like that's. And great. also that's your directorial incredible. debut being like nominated for shit ton Oscars. Yeah, yeah, right away. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I yeah. I, I, I it's well earned. It's I, well I, earned. I really loved his direction. I loved. I loved the like gritty like film like language of it. Like mm-hmm. all the little like little bits of film. It all felt very t- like tactile. Mm-hmm. It's good shit, man. Yeah, good looking movie. It's a it's a good looking movie for something that doesn't really have a lot of stuff to work with i guess yeah because it's just like oh i'm sitting in this camp also what i loved so much silence like i can imagine if this movie was in theaters because this movie is on amazon prime right now mm-hmm. um watching this movie in theaters i think people probably would have hated it i think people would have been like bored by it movie takes its time i don't know about in your half in the movie my half it's very sort of quiet and you're just sort of seeing people deal with things yeah. in like real time. It's the same thing. And it's just like I can see audiences bored to tears by something like this. But I love it. See, I feel like in a movie theater I can be more engaged with that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel like at home, maybe. At home, it's harder to pay attention to something like you got that. Your phone. Got my phone. Got your computer. Got all these people talking to me. Yeah, got all yeah, these yeah. noises outside while in the theater. It's like it's just the movie. And I feel like I love seeing like these type of movies more in a the theater because I oh, give yeah. my full attention to it and kind of be immersed in the moment. Mm-hmm. Not be distracted. I think you're forgetting how awful noisy theaters can be, though. I I guess, yeah. but I mean, a nice theater that's insulated well. Yeah, that's true. Have other noise, a lot of like noise leak. Uh, you ever, you ever hear? I also like, feel like people who are noisy don't go see movies like this. I guess you know? that's true. Like they're usually always quiet, or it's like old people who just sit there and be quiet, maybe ask a couple dumb questions. Yeah, I remember going to watch First Reformed. It was me and my wife. We really loved that movie, and the movie ended, and this guy <laughs> got up. And he's like. What a piece of shit! <laughs> but it, luckily, it was at the end of the movie. See, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Just not sure. Vo- your, voice your opinion later. That's yeah. okay. You ever see like a quiet movie in a theater and you hear a louder movie in the other yes, theater? Yes, that's what I'm thinking of the well insulated uh, part because I hate it's it. like, "Who's Avengers over here?" Yeah, you can hear the like, Avengers while you're trying to listen to this quiet, like movie, thoughtful, provoking movie with yeah. not a lot of sound. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, accurate. It happens a lot, but this movie luckily is very silent. Yes. Uh and you just got your own headphones. You pop those bad boys in, you're yeah, good to that's go. True. You're, yeah, you don't hear anything else but the film. God, yeah, I really want to praise the sound design again. Like it's when really he, good when he's losing his his hearing, and you can hear like the part that scared me is when you can barely hear other people talk, and then you can barely hear yourself talk. Like you mm-hmm. think like you you'd be able to hear your own voice, but like when he's starting to Definitely lose not his voice, the same way. Yeah, when you lose your voice really bad, you just really how like, and it's like it's so especially because it's also shot like with like heavy like close-ups it's just like it just you just get inside your head of like what if this was happening to me what Mm -hmm. would i do how would i feel like it's just like overwhelming feels really scary 
I agree. Yeah. So I get into my half? Yes. Or do you got any more left in your half? Uh, the only about? thing I want to say is I think he, so he didn't know his father. I, okay. I guess he never knew who his father was, which is why I think maybe his hearing loss is hereditary. Mm, maybe. And that's why he didn't. Another movie? No, it coming. I yeah. like hereditary. Uh, oh, I haven't said his name. His name is Ruben. Ruben. Yeah, like the sandwich. Like the sandwich. Delicious. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and we got. He's, he's a snack himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Fit, he, yeah. Keeps that, he keeps that weight off. He keeps that weight off. I'm looking at him good. like, fuck, I got to get into that sort of like workout mode. Yeah. He looks good. Uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Also, he learns sign language. There, there's a lot of little moments that I just want to guess highlight. Like, there's one bit where he's, he, it's his first day there, and he doesn't know sign language, and everyone else does. And there's this one part where he's, like, sitting at the dinner table with everybody, and he's eating quietly. And then they cut to a wide shot, and you realize how loud it is, even though no one's talking. Cause yeah. It's interesting how, like, it kind of reminded me of how I talk where like, I'll like hit a table and I'll like look at somebody and point at things. Like uh-huh. it sort of reminded me of like, and it's just sort of cool to see like people just talking so naturally in sign language yeah. and like how, I don't know. It's just, you gotta be way more animated. In yeah, sign language exactly. Too. So it's going to be a lot louder just cause everything's more big. And yeah. Things like that. Cause you have to get with your hands and stuff like that. And yeah, speaking with your, fa- with your face, with your yeah. whole body. And it's just so funny. Cause then they'll cut back to Ruben and he's just sitting there quietly. Cause he doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, I've been there before where it's like, yeah. I've been in both places, you know? And I, I like that part. And then the other thing is he's learning sign language in like a kid's like class, like full of basically. Yeah. Like, why is it a kid's class? Because I think they're learning sign language too. Okay. It's so just so beginning. It's just yeah. so beginning level that he's just in the kids section. He's yeah. And then there's this like problem child in there. Like, I think that's where you come in is like, he was in a, he was in a room with like these kids and then he goes to like a playground. With oh yeah. Kids. I didn't know it was a problem child. He like never comes to the play again. Oh, okay. Never goes to the play again, but they play on like a slide and he gets through to him because they're both like, He's drumming on the slide oh, that's and while fun. he's listening. And it's like, oh, that's cute. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what are we doing here? So, yeah, he's hanging out with kids in a field. I don't know what he's doing here. I'm like, why Why is he at a field? <laughs> he's like a mad drummer or something. That, you knew what this movie was going to be about, though, right? About no, I didn't know going... anything about it. You didn't? No, I didn't win in this blind, baby. Oh, my God. Yeah. no trailer, nothing like that. I just know the, um, the guy from Venom's in it. That's all. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, so I didn't even know, like, oh, everyone else can't hear. I thought it was just him. <laughs> so I didn't. I thought maybe we just couldn't hear them because, they, but they just turns out they weren't saying anything because <laughs> they uh, have no reason to. Right. Uh, so he's like really happy to do his like ABCs. I'm like cool. He's got this lady. Um, she's got short hair. Um, she deaf. She's also deaf, but yeah. she's older. Yeah, she's part of the community. Okay. I think she's the one that's sort of like helping him out a bit. Okay. They have this cool thing where they um they have like a they, I think because obviously he doesn't know sign language so. They either type out what he needs to know on a on a on like a laptop, uh-huh. which I think she does. Okay. And then they also have a voice to text uh, thing. thing. Got it. So, yeah. um, but she he Drake draws a naked tattoo for her of like a naked lady. She's like, put it on my shoulder. Like, <laughs> I don't know if this means anything. Does that come? Does she ever want like a tattoo or anything? I don't. You know? I not really. I don't know her very well. Okay. Cool. But I think this is just sort of him becoming part of the community. Yeah, totally. You're yeah. probably right. They're all just minor things. Um, including he became so part of the community that joe the leader mm. i just called him camp leader basically oh, is like there's one other thing i gotta say i forgot one big ah! thing that reminded me ah! so he it's i think what's going on is he doesn't want to become part of the community i think he wants to stay to himself mm-hmm. but he wants to also not be standoffish so one day joe sees ruben fixing the roof mm-hmm. and joe's like you don't need to do that you don't need to fix anything you just need to focus on yourself so 
Joe gives Ruben a task, which is every morning, wake up early at 5 a.m., he'll have some coffee and a donut, and you just go into a room with a piece of paper and a pencil and write. Mm-hmm. And you either sit there and not write, or you write until you can't write anymore, and then you sit there again, mm-hmm. and you just have to do this every day. Okay. And if he needs, if, if, if it's hard for him, then he just goes down the hall because Joe's doing the same thing. And then yeah. Ruben goes in there, and it's very difficult for him to do that. Right. So, what does he end up doing? Does he, he do anything? Does he, he, write? he doesn't write. He actually gets a donut and coffee, and then he smashes the donut, and then he puts it back together, and he smashes it again because it's so hard for him to want to express himself like this. Mm, interesting. So interesting. I figured that might come into play later. He always expresses himself with smashing things. Yeah, he's mm, very – oh, yeah, like like hammering and exactly, drumming. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Anyway, he offers him like a, kind of like a job because he's well-liked at school. He's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know about that. Mm. So he goes online um, to this place called – I guess Discordia is that his band or something? I don't know. He went. He found his band and see some lady singing into a microphone. I assume that's Lulu. Lulu. Does she have like white eyebrows? I couldn't tell. Oh. She was on the ground like singing, but he obviously can't hear what she's saying. Right. So I don't know what she said, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. Um, maybe he's just trying to feel anything at this point. Yeah. Then he goes into his RV, um, and starts dismantling things, mm-hmm. like putting things away. And he like destroyed stuff in there earlier. Yeah, tried playing his drums a little bit, um, but it's hard for him to hear. You can't you hear it from his perspective, and it's just like oh, this is tough. Yeah. Um. So then was it Mozart deaf? No, Mozart wasn't deaf. Beethoven. Beethoven was deaf. Was deaf. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you you can do it. Like they in, in fact, there's a scene where everyone's putting their hand on piano and listening to someone play. Yeah, just like that Bratz movie. Yeah, just like, <laughs> just that like guy who was movie. deaf and he was a DJ. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> It was a great portrayal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> great movie. So then he goes, yeah, he starts dismantling his drums and tries getting his friend Jen, who was the lady I was talking about earlier with the tattoo, mm-hmm. to help him sell stuff. She seems apprehensive, though, even though she's not apprehensive about getting a really poorly drawn naked lady on her shoulder. Uh-huh. Um, uh, he's like, I want cash, not a check. And I'm like, okay, what does he, get, what does he need all this money for? And he's basically saying, like, it'll help my girl, my girlfriend over there. Um, He's lying. He wants the money for the um, the uh, the surgery. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know there's a surgery. So yeah. he's like, he calls up an audiologist and confirms an appointment. Mm-hmm. And he goes there and he basically sells everything, including the RV. He sells the RV to this guy at a weird rate. He's like, I'll sell it for that price at twenty eight thousand. Um, but if I come back, well, one condition: in twenty eight days, I have a chance to come back and buy it for ten percent more money. And he's like, Why would you do that? And he's like, Don't worry about it. <laughs> Also, he says, like, I can't hear you, so write everything down. Right. And he's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to talk to you, which is weird. Yeah, that's mean. Um, So he goes and gets surgery for his ear. And they're like, I don't know if it's going to work. And Does it? It seems they write down, like, hey, surgery went well. Everything's great. Um, But you're going to have to come back in four weeks to, acti- to for activation time. Hmm. So he needs that money now. He needs that money for the RV now if he's going to get his RV back. Oh. So uh, he goes to Joe and is like, hey. I'm sorry I've been gone. I, I did the surgery. And Joe says that he's not interested in the surgery. He doesn't want, he was like, the surgery is not important. What's important is getting over the feeling yeah. of being deaf or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, Joe knows a lot. He's a wise man. Yeah. Um, he go so he's got the money somehow by selling all that stuff. Um, and he's just like, tells Joe, like, you know, I don't care about all this stuff here. I, what I want to do is I want to do something that matters. And, 
I feel like the world keeps moving on. I'm stuck here in this place. I'm mm. stuck here in this place learning like basic stuff again, but the world keeps happening. And Joe's like, hey, you know those moments where you, I told you to like sit and think about nothing and clear your mind? Did you actually do that? No. Did you actually get to that stillness point? And he's like, oh, no, maybe. And he's like, I think, um, I think, I think you need to work on that because those moments where it's silent and there's nothing around and you're just in the present, in the moment, it's just like basic meditation stuff. Mm-hmm. The stillness will never abandon you. Right. And he's, he's like, oh, whatever, dude. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Joe's like, I said, I sincerely hope it brings you happiness, man. He's like, okay, cool. Well, so I got this thing where, um, I need money, <laughs> money for this RV to get it back. I sold it to pay for the surgery, and he's just like, the way you sound, dude, you sound like an addict. Yeah, you sound like you're getting addict stuff again. And in my mind, I'm like, was he an addict? I don't know. This is ever said to me. Now it makes sense. Yeah, he's kind of going back to those tendencies. I can sort of pick up on that too. Yeah. Like he's just like this sort of desperation yeah. of like, I just need this. I just need to get through this. I need my fix. So he's like, no, I won't give you the money. He's like, that's fine. It's fine. I'll just, I'll ask. But my girlfriend's dad's rich. I'll ask it from him. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, okay. He's like, but I need a place to stay for like four weeks. Is it cool if I stay here for another four weeks? He's like, listen, in our place, we do not see deafness as a handicap yeah we see it as a, a way to live and overcome and live with right we don't want to have someone around here who doesn't feel the same way it's bad for the kids these are like kids and stuff and he's like all right cool fine and, <laughs> and it's you see joe at the end just like choke up because he just really didn't want to say no he didn't want to turn away you know, right it feels like he failed him mm-hmm. yeah he spent all that money and it just felt, is basically dumping all the stuff he has just for this one chance at hearing. You I know? feel really bad for him. I remember in the movie when I was watching my half, cause there's a part where like he goes to community and immediately he's like, I don't want to be a part of this. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, Oh dude, like just do it. Like you, it's just like, it's that great moment where like you, you disagree with what the main character is doing, but you understand why he's yes. making that decision. Which is very hard to do for a yeah. lot of like writers and, and movie directors to really convey that feeling but like yeah. you empathize with this guy the whole time yeah exactly you know you understand where he's coming from even if you know he's doing something wrong yeah so um he goes to a hotel and a motel shaves his head so he which is kind of nice because we didn't mention this but he has like this oh yeah he's got bleach he's got blonde bleach hair. blonde hair yeah and so now he shaves his head because he's got these big scars from the surgery that he's got. so he shaves his head down like it's not like shave shave but like a buzz cut basically hmm and it's it's this moment of him just being like, okay, now I have to basically accept myself for where I am now. You know, right. I got these big scars. I don't have the rock star hair anymore. I'm mm. just kind of like standard dude with my standard buzz cut now. Right. Um. So I thought that was a really nice like visual moment of just him just thinking about that kind of stuff going on. Yeah. Um. But now he goes in for activation, and this is really cool because of course you know you've heard what it sounds like. From his perspective. Yes. So now you hear a perspective of, of him hearing again. Mm-hmm. So he turns it on, and you can hear the nurse, doctor, whoever, lady talking. He's like, can you hear me? He's like, yeah, it sounds really bad. She's like, okay, I'm going to make an adjustment. So she makes an adjustment. He's like, okay, I don't think it's better. It still sounds really bad. And she's like, okay, I got one other thing I can do and she changes it and you hear it. It's like, it's, it's not, is this all you can do? And she's like, you know, you can't hear still, right? Like this is basically <laughs> tricking your brain into thinking you can hear sounds. So you yeah. can hear 
distort kind of like you're not gonna be able to hear it the same way you heard before right you know this is something that's life-changing to people who've never heard in their life but as someone who has already has heard already before, heard before they have a, fell in love with hearing knows exactly what good sound sounds like right they have a point of reference he's coming in now hearing these horribly distorted like words like you can make out what they're saying but the closest way i could describe it for our audio listeners is imagine if you compressed our podcast and then compressed it again oh and then compressed it again maybe one more compression just for good measure so <laughs> everything just you can make out the words but it is it not, not crisp it is not clear everything yeah. is very fuzzy all the sounds feel kind of flat mm. very digitalized that's, that's cool what it sounds like it's cool hearing that. Also, very scary because it's like that's what you're gonna you, hear now. You can understand this, but like it's it's everything so loud and high up, and he's just like I don't know. She's like, go home, see what you feel like, but you know this is just not going to be what you think it's gonna be. Yeah, and I think that's a whole part of this movie in kind of one little clip is that I feel like the ethos of it is you're always. The grass is always green on their side, right? Yeah. But when you get it, it's never it's never as sweet. It's never as good as you want it to be. It. Yeah. You know. Um. Uh, so I think that it's going to extend a little further and, into and the story. The too. better thing is just to grow to grow little flowers where you're at. To grow little flowers where you're at, and also understand like, just live with what you got. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. fine. It's you'll find more peace, not always envying the other what the neighbor has or right. whatever. Just inner peace. Love what you have. Inner acceptance. Um. Anyway, so he goes to France. I don't know. He goes to France. He goes to France, a French city. It's it's very distorted sounding because mm. there's a crowd, there's a lot of people there. And they're he's speaking to, French. Yeah, he's going to visit Lou. Lou's uh, in France. I guess so. It's her. It's her dad. Apparently, lives in France. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that either. Oh, okay. So she goes, meets her. He goes and is like, oh, meets the dad. Dad's like, Lou's not here, but she's coming back later for a party. Um, he's making food. He's like, hey, um, his name is Richard. Her mm. dad's name is Richard. And he's like, you know, I didn't. I didn't. Richard like apologized and was like, "Hey, you know, I didn't like you that much when Lou came around because you were taking my girl, but I realized that it was her daughter's fault, and I was blaming you. It wasn't really your fault. Damn, In fact, you were nice because you you got a home, you gave her a home, a place that was safe, and I really I really do appreciate that. And you know, I I, I think you're a good person. Damn, um, cool dad. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. He you know he apologizes in the tones for his mistakes. Yeah, and like also yeah yeah and says like i was wrong yeah exactly yeah, that's cool uh, that thing, feels like crazy uncalled for that's I, cool as hell i know i know clearly they've had some bad blood in the past probably yeah. um anyway uh they finally she, she meets up with uh meets up with lou again and she's like well you got this thing on your head it's crazy you can hear and he's like yeah I, I can hear and he's like you look different you look better you know she's doing great um you're not scratching anymore i don't know if that was a thing was there a scratching thing yeah, she's she, okay. So I forgot to mention this too. They both have apparently had suicide attempts. Okay. And she has. There's one part where she, they, she's waking up and you see on her wrist are just a bunch of cut like cut marks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think she also just scratches them whenever she gets stressed out. Uh, okay. Um. So yeah. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I don't do that anymore. I'm I'm doing good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I got to go down go to this party. So he goes downstairs and tries to mingle, but like everyone's French, and the fact is it's hard to hear anything because mm-hmm. now there's so many sounds. Yeah. Them getting flattened out, very hard to distinguish things. So he's just kind of like walking around, looking kind of sad. Um. And then this part's heartbreaking but he Aww. she her dad is like hey let's sing a song because her dad was a magician she's like i sing a song that we sang when we were younger uh-huh. so he sings a song he plays on the piano and she sings she looks very uncomfortable 
And you hear it, and it sounds like a nice French song with some piano, and then it slowly fades into what we hear from Ruben's perspective, and it just sounds like ass. It's just, you can barely make out the sounds of her voice. It's just the piano kind of just laid on top of it. It's hard to describe in words, but it's it's bad. It's flat. It's not enjoyable. It's just not what he expected to hear again when he yeah. paid all this money for a surgery. Oh, man. Um, and you can see it in his face. It's just she looks like uncomfortable. distorted. He looks uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. That sounds fucking depressing. <laughs> so then the next night, he's like, wow, we had a great time. Like, you know, we had a good time. Let's just try to get stuff going on. They try to bang, but she's like, no, I need water. It's just not the connection that he was expecting when he got back to her. Mm-hmm. It's just not quite clicking. And um, he's like, you know what we got to do? We got to. I gotta get my RV back. You know, we gotta get our RV. Out. We gotta get on the road. We gotta live our gypsy life. Yeah. And uh, you know, live live our live our life like that, and um, get back to what we were doing. You know, when we were really happy. She's like, yeah, that that sounds great. She starts scratching her arm a little bit. Oh, and oh like, no. And that's when he it clicks in his head. He's, like, he's like the reason that she's he looks, doing that. He looks at her and is like, oh, it's okay, it's okay, and. Um, she says, like, you saved my life. And he's like, you saved my life as well. Yeah. And they just hug and cry with each other. And the next morning he leaves. Because he's just it's just that click that he's just like, this person has was grown. amazing. Yeah. Has grown and is extremely happy where she is. Yeah. My old ways don't match up with that. And in reality, I can't even go back to those old ways. Like, who yeah. am I kidding? Yeah. I can't hear anymore. In the same way I used to. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to be a musician. So he goes and leaves in the morning. He goes. What's he going to do? He sits in a park and he listens to the church bells ringing. And then he just removes his headphones and just goes into silence. Mm. And just sits there and looks around at all the things that make noise. Kids skateboarding, church bells ringing, people in the park yelling. And he's just at peace. (laughs) And then the movie ends. Fuck! That's it. Ah! Damn, dog. Just it's just a moment of growth for this man. Yeah, finally. Yeah, a bit if, of growth. I hope he goes back to that place. I hope so too. I hope he goes back to those kids and helps them out. Yeah, a little becomes a part of a new community, a new family, not the old family he used to know. Right, Gr- um, grow up and change a bit. Yeah, shit, dog. Exactly. That's that's beautiful as hell. It's good. I think it's a really good movie showing growth and the, ch- the phases of life and, and how, how it can be difficult and how man. it's difficult to transition to that sort of thing yeah it's not know? fucking easy no no especially when something forces you, you yeah know? when it's, it's not even fucking your fault it's really not your fault it's yeah. not anyone's fault no, no one blames it and really it's just like amicable for him to just break up with her and still be friends you know yeah exactly like, still be there for her yeah shit man that's sad as hell yeah that's good though that there's is a, like the wrestler there's adult relationships yeah it is except not as sad not as sad no. <laughs> not <laughs> as sad at all. but very much but it is sort of just yeah it's like the happy ending of that where it's just like accepting who you are exactly and accepting that silence yeah yeah shit man that's good as hell yeah this is a good really movie good. it's a good movie yeah it is i liked it, I liked it a lot um. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Go it's watch Amazon, it. I guess. Go check it out. Shit. I'm trying to think of other things to say about it because, like, it's such it's very straightforward, and you're just there to kind of just witness to this powerhouse of acting. Yes. Amongst this like very tight, very subtle script, and I think it's also not very long. The movie. It's two hours. It's it's decent. I guess it's a quick two hours. Then it's a chunk. Yeah. But it's not anything unbearable. You no, know? Not it's not at pretentious. All. It's no Irishman. You know? <laughs> it's not three and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an epic. It's no. just a nice little story. 
Yeah. A man just coming to terms with some things in life. Which is funny because it's kind of, it probably is a similar arc to what um, Gus, is that his name? Joe? Joe. Those are those very short man names. But the, the camp guy, the camp main camp guy. Joe. Joe, okay. Yeah. Gus, Joe, Frank. <laughs> Bill. Anyone from the Vietnam Jack. War has got to be one yeah. of those names. <laughs> um, it's, he are probably already went through this. You know? Yeah, Because he's also someone who, because when they talk to each other, they're the only ones who like actually speak out loud to each mm-hmm. other while signing at the same time. Right. Um, because they both used to be in that world, right? Yeah, they're both like addicts too. Like yes. I definitely feel like Joe feels like he failed. And that's why him. it's so, so sad when, yeah. he, when he actually does kind of fail, I guess. Yeah, exactly. When he, well, he can't do anything about it. nothing you, know? you can do about it. Because he's right. Like, you know, he, he can't have this guy here being a bad example for all the people who are trying to get through this as well you know yeah Yeah. and you know he's helping other people we can't just focus on someone even though it looks a lot like him yeah very similar situation probably yeah but shit man that's good shit i like that shit i like that good shit that's good shit right there it's it's good shit (laughs) that's some good good shit. shit good shit i love it i love sad dark fucking like humanistic quiet films see i like it too but i don't think it's like super sad at dark as you say it is it was at the like, beginning though you make it sound way more depressing and rough it, but I it's, guess. A, it's all in the it's all in the little details from the beginning like seeing him coming to terms with the fact that he can't hear anymore is like really hard and yeah. like because like there's one morning when like she wakes up and he, she just hears him screaming and breaking shit uh-huh. and then you know, he's, she's like, you gotta, he's like, stop. And then he can't hear her. So he just keeps going. Or like when he's like, she's like, I gotta go be with my dad and you have to go to that community. And he's just like pleading for her not to go. Yeah. Like it's moments like that, that to me, I feel guess for like me, that. it's not when I hear like sad, dark, I feel like oppressively sad, no, like something yeah. like grave of the fireflies or something no, where yeah. it's just like, no, it's not like moment that. after moment of just being sad and depressed the whole time when it's like, no, I don't want to turn people off of that. No, yeah. I want no, to say there's like adversity, that. but in the end it gets you, they conquer it. Yeah. And I felt the same way in like no man land. Mm. We, we saw Minari to go or sort of a similar thing where it's like, there are sad yeah. moments, but in the end it's like nice. Yeah. It's, and then they have kind of like, nice hopeful it is interesting. that's a very good point because yeah we saw minari together and like that and this and nomad land is very similar of just like it's a very pleasant ending yes. like it's not a happy ending really mm-hmm. it is just sort of just like bad things are gonna happen but life keeps going life goes on you have to accept it and move on yeah exactly. it's very apt for the year for the year um <laughs> it really is which is why trials <laughs> chicago 7 comes in here and it's like what are you doing <laughs> yeah seriously fuck you what are you doing you here? know what i read is that shit didn't even fucking happen what do you mean the ending of chicago 7 is completely fictionalized yeah i believe that fucking christ i can believe that well i mean like, i'm sure the notes at the end of like what happened to people were real but yeah like, but like part- no but like nobody came in the front of the fucking like uh, uh courtroom and like started reading off all the people that died yeah, well anyway we should say this for our oscar discussion yeah, possibly more, but either still, way you're right but it, but what i want to say is like this also yeah you're right it falls in line with a lot of the other ones where it's just like yeah fucking shit sucks sometimes but you're gonna get through it you're gonna get through it some things some mountains seem insurmountable right some meat like, mountains seem insurmountable some, some but you're gonna get through the other side you'll yeah. get through the other side if you persevere enough you'll be you'll be out of it soon yeah exactly you'll be out of it soon yeah which is a good message yeah a good message some just gotta needed. hold on a bit and if you can't if you get feeling a little weak there's other people around that'll be there for you too exactly hopefully yeah. and we're there for you guys if if you if you know us personally, <laughs> <laughs> you're, I'm like you're you're really opening up a can of worms. Leave us your uh your your thoughts, yeah, in the comments, yeah, in your review, yeah, that are definitely not too personal and not anything we can't solve. 
Yeah, that's true. Email us at email thelairfpodcast.com. Find us on any podcatching app while you're there. Please leave a five-star rating and review. We'll read on the show no matter what it says. No matter what. No matter what. That's what we say. Uh, <laughs> for and better or for worse. For better or for worse. And find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, but yeah, I like this film a lot. It's very straightforward. Yeah. I feel like that's there, wasn't a whole lot, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about, but I think you're there mostly for... It's not much to joke about either. That's the thing. No, it's just really. a very like sad, straightforward film. It's not film. sad! <laughs> it's not sad. All right. There are sad moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we got two more We got two more movies to watch for we Oscar do? month. Yeah. I thought we only had the one. Oh, we do! We Shit! Two, two more to watch. That's right. We but Oscar... We're not going to tell you motherfuckers what it is. I'll tell you what it is. But Although you know it's probably not Minari now. Yeah, it's not Minari. Um, Could be anything. The and then we have an Oscar special. We just kind of discuss right. and do our little fun. I think usually we release. Do we usually release the Oscar special episode the same day as the last episode? Um, we do. I mean, we could we could record. But what I'm what I'm saying we'll though is we're going to release that the week after. Yes, which is yes. the week of I think the week Oscars. Of the Oscars. You guys um, can listen to that. Yeah, it'll Get be a whole me. discussion. But until then, uh, we'll see you later. Check out these movies. There, there was really. I was good gonna ones. say. So far, I'm gonna say one of the better Oscar weeks, yeah. months we've had. Like yeah. sometimes there's a lot of stinkers in there, Oof. and like even the Charles Chicago Seven, like, like wasn't the best, but yeah. it's it no fucking Green Book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not no like fucking, it's not uh, offensively bad. It's no fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like how did this get on here? It's like so far. Well, I mean, we haven't seen a couple of these, but, but so far, pretty good stuff. So far, check these movies out. A lot of them on fucking streaming services it's true which is funny because you know how like amc has that pass where it's like oscar pass you see all the oscar movies oh, yeah. or whatever and it's like well i can't do that now <laughs> like this is the one time it's like super valuable to see them all man nope so, so far well good night everybody <laughs> yeah.